Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So Mitt Romney wants you to know that Trump would win the 2024 nomination if he were to run. This is a vapid statement, and we should treat it as such. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, you got Tony. 833-468-8669. We are live at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. Orlando, Florida is where we are at here on Radio Row. Uh, We've got Fox Nation to our right. Their whole uh, setup, Pete Hegseth being very loud, giggling and laughing like a hyena. Then to our left, you've got radio uh, stations from across the country. And then behind us, back to back, you've got even more uh, stations and news outlets uh, online, radio, the whole, the, the, the whole thing. And of course, one of the big questions, the big conversations here is about, is there a Republican civil war? Well, if there's a Republican civil war, the civil war is between the Trump populist wing and people like Mitt Romney, Adam Kinzinger, uh, Liz Cheney. Now, there could be a conversation about what wing of the party they, they actually represent. There should be a greater conversation about what the party represents and then how it represents it, because that's the real fight. If there is such a thing as a fight, the fight is not in the idea of, well, we want less taxes. It is how you engage a conversation about lower taxes. It is not a conversation about the border. It is about how you engage the conversation about the border and fight for what it is that you value. This Mitt Romney statement, and we should be clear, I'm not a fan. Mitt Romney has not been engaged in a pursuit of conservatism. When you take a look at the, the vote to convict in this latest impeachment round, when you take a look at it, the idea that you couldn't convict, you could convict, this idea on uh, incitement of insurrection is a laughable construct. It is not that you can't decide that Donald Trump did this wrong and that wrong and the other wrong. It is the idea of incitement simply cannot be measured this way constitutionally. Since we know that the riot took place 20 minutes before Trump was done, since we know there was coordination online, the argument was made by the Democratic Party that it was this rally that was the incitement. Because if it wasn't the rally, the argument would have been incitement from a week ago or a month ago. There is no way constitutionally, and Romney is wrong, and Ben Sass is wrong. They were just wrong. These seven Republicans, just wrong. They allowed their emotions to get the best of them, and I don't think that's ever right. That usually ends up as a bad deal. Romney is wrong when he talks about we should have a $10 an hour minimum wage. A Senator Cotton is supposed to be here at CPAC, and we put in to, to bring him on the show, where I'm going to say to him quite directly, quite directly, uh, nope. Nope, 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 nope. That's not going to happen. That's not going to be something that we do here. How could you begin to think that there is a value in the government adding a minimum wage, eliminating the opportunities of negotiation for employer and employee alike? And why did you pick 10? 
Why didn't you pick $82.75? If you're going to invent a number, at least pick a number that makes you look better than the Democrats. If we're going to just start, you know, picking numbers out of the blue like we're throwing darts. This statement from Mitt Romney is vapid. Romney says Trump would win 2024 GOP nomination if he runs. Do you know how little thought it took to say that? Why would it, what does it matter? Of anybody right now would say, oh yeah, right now, Trump wins 2024. The nomination, Trump wins. Of course Trump wins. There's not a question. There's no doubt. Yeah, sure, easy. You know, that's the wrong question, right? It's the wrong question. The question is not, does, does Donald Trump get the nomination in 2024? What is the conversation to connect to voters will win in 2024? What is it that we believe that we can share with voters to get them to say, oh, that's the thing they're after. All these other people have been lying to us like a mother, you know what? Like a mother blanker. Let's, uh, let's not use them. Let's not use them. Let's, uh, let's go do our thing. Let's go do our thing. How you have a conversation, with whom you have the conversation, is extremely, extremely important. And it's a vapid statement just to say, oh, yeah, yeah, Trump will win 2024. It's meaningless. Why? We have no idea what 2024 is going to bring. Trump is going to position himself as the, as the candidate? Well, of course. I would expect nothing less from the man. I'm sharing with you that it's a meaningless statement and don't buy into it as something of value. Because it's not anything of value. It is valueless. What will matter is us engaged in conversations about policy, not about people, and how those policies bring value going down the line, and how we share those policies with other people, and how do you best articulate them? Is the GOP in the middle of a civil war? I don't see it. I've had some people tell me that uh, there's already been a civil war and uh, the establishment lost. And it's really a fight between Washington, D.C. and the rest uh, uh, of America. And some people said, not at all, not in any way. My argument remains. The issue here is how to utilize what Trump taught and be able to combine that with the philosophy, the philosophical underpinnings of what makes a conservative to begin with. That's the problem. We keep thinking it's just being in opposition to the political left. It's not what it's all about. It is far more fundamental than that. We're not opposed to the political left. We're opposed to not being able to live our lives the way we see fit. Where does that come from? Some will argue it's nature and nature's law, right? This is God talk right here. Some will argue it is that what has been brought forth and unearthed by people like Burke and Locke by the founding fathers. You know, there's this story about Ben Franklin in Tacoma City Park. They will be getting rid of Ben Franklin's name. They're getting rid of it from a public... That was weird. I apologize. A little hiccup in the technology here from CPAC. So the park in Tacoma, 
is uh, named, uh, has Ben Franklin's name on it, and they're going to replace that with Rosa Franklin, who is the state's first African-American state senator. Now I have zero problem. Zero problem with you naming a park after Rosa Franklin. But you're going to scrub the name Ben Franklin? You're going to scrub the name of a founding father? A a a man who created the nation? You're out of your head. That conversation has to be discussed with your children. And it can't be discussed as, well, you know, those white men, there's just too many of them, and we needed to honor this person, so we couldn't honor that person. You couldn't honor both people? The answer is, of course you could honor both people. Feel free. Ben Franklin is of remarkable value to the nation. What kind of nation have you given us, Mr. Franklin? A rep- Ah, the annual CPAC tradition of losing the connection with Tony Katz. <laughs> it, it happens every year at least once. So uh, I'm glad. Hopefully we're getting out of the way early. And uh, we will have smooth sailings for the remainder of Tony's time at CPAC. Uh, I am going to take the liberty right now to send us off to break. And I will get back with Tony Katz. On the other side, we will continue Tony Katz live from CPAC. Hang tight. I'm going to solve the problem. Being in business today means looking for ways to save money and service customers faster and better than ever. That means DAV processing. In-store and mobile credit card processing and online stores of all kinds, DAV processing can help almost any business except credit cards, even if the owner has their own credit issues. They even do consumer financing. Smart business people are making smart choices, and no choice for your business is smarter than DAV processing. Go now to DAVprocessing.com. That's DAVprocessing.com. DAVprocessing.com. Video is so important, video gets eyeballs, which means customers for your business. And you don't need a Hollywood budget to make videos that get seen and cause customers to make the phone ring. MakeMyCustomVideo.com can help. With MakeMyCustomVideo.com, one of their very qualified professionals will make you a beautiful professional video for your business at a price that works for your budget. And to business people like you, a great video can make sales again and again and again. Go to MakeMyCustomVideo.com. That's MakeMyCustomVideo.com. You don't have to miss any part of Tony Katz today. Solve that problem by subscribing to the podcast at Rumble.com. Rumble is a video sharing service like the Tube Guys, but they aren't playing around with demonetizing and deplatforming content they don't like. I'm on Rumble because Rumble.com allows me to be, well, me. Go to Rumble.com, search for Tony Katz, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z, and subscribe today. That's Rumble.com, search for Tony Katz, and subscribe to the Tony Katz Today podcast. Enjoy it and share it every day. The Tony Katz Today podcast at Rumble.com. Weekends are not a time for politics or news or the craziness of the world. Weekends are a time for friends and family, pouring a well-crafted spirit, and maybe smoking a luxurious cigar. Each week, Eat Drink Smoke reviews cigars and craft spirits and gives you news that will make you interested, not angry. Eat Drink Smoke Smoke with cigar aficionado Tony Katz and America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The perfect complement to your weekend activities. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find out more at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com.
If I'm being asked, I'm pretty sure Andrew Cuomo looked at his aide and said, want to play strip poker? I think he did it. Now, when I first heard the story that this aide was accusing him of sexual harassment, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a pylon conversation from beginning to end. I am not a believer in believe all women. I don't believe all anybody. Show me evidence. Show me proof. Innocence of proven guilty works for the people you hate as well. That's America. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. Uh, from CPAC. Sorry for the little technical hiccup. Hopefully we are back on track. 833-468-8669. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. And now that there's this pylon on Andrew Cuomo, and I'm not saying it's wrong, I'm saying it's absolutely appropriate. Andrew Cuomo, whose policies led to people's deaths, Andrew Cuomo, who lied to Democrats in New York about getting them information about what happened with the nursing homes, the council who died in nursing homes, purposefully undercounted nursing home deaths, a guy who won an Emmy for, for guiding us all through this tragedy. An Emmy he won. Well, he's being accused of a sexual harassment. One of the things was he was showing an aide around his office, this aide, and uh, he pointed to uh, some uh, cigars. He said, uh, these are from uh, former President uh, Bill Clinton, and he made a little smirk, right? His little Monica, Monica Lewinsky humor. Ha <laughs> ha. So, so funny. So So, so funny. Remember when the president absolutely abused this child? Oh, she was a grown woman. She knew what she was doing. If you believe in the Me Too movement and you allow Bill Clinton into your life, you don't actually believe in the Me Too movement. And then he says, I think it's the same aid at another time. We should play strip poker. Now, I'm here to tell you, I have never, I have never said to a woman in my life, we should play strip poker. I have said to a woman in my life, you want to go back to my place? I've said that before which is a rational question, and it can be answered with yes or no, and both are fine answers. I mean, it might not be the answer you want, but it's an answer. At least you know what you're doing with the rest of your evening. I love when people say you're not allowed to ask that question. That question in and of itself is wrong. That question is not, in a, is not wrong. That question is how the species has survived. If you can't ask that question, you want to go back to my place? How do you have a species that moves forward? I'll, I'll let other people figure that out. I will let the, 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 the feminist woke figure that one out and get back to me. That question is just fine. But do you want to play strip or we should play strip poker? It's not even a question, right? It was put out there in the ether as if somehow it's supposed to be responded to. Uh, you know, are you waiting for her to say, well, yeah, let's do that. Or be like, oh, no, it's just style, sir. So you're not even man enough to say, I want to play strip poker with you. You child. Never forget the, the, the story of Roman Polanski, the director, gets put that he's, he's a rapist, right? And he raped the 13-year-old. That's not the story. You want to know the horror of this story and the reason why Roman Polanski never should, oh, he's a great director, I want to work with him, you scumbag. The, the story, never to forget, is that Roman Polanski drugged a 13-year-old with a, with a was it half a quaalude. He needed to drug the girl because he knew what he was doing was so unbelievably wholly despicable. He needed to make it easier on his conscience. 
It's m- I don't e- I don't even know how I can say. Like I wouldn't know how to say this to some- It's more than rape. Rape is evil. You drugged him first? The child first? Anybody who wants to make movies with him as sick as can be. Sick as can be. To say we should play strip poker is to put the onus on her, an underling. That's despicable stuff. Now, Andrew Cuomo is, is, is built for despicable stuff. Maybe you missed this interview with Chuck Todd talking about whether or not or where it, or if he would place his mother in a nursing home. Would you advise a friend to put their parents in, in a senior facility if they thought it was time right now? Or would you wait till this thing passed? If I were advising a friend, I would say you have a vulnerable person. Uh, best to keep them at home and not put them in a congregate facility. Keep them in a situation where you have the most control. That is the blunt truth. That's what I would do with my mother. He wouldn't put his own mother in a nursing home, but your mother is okay to go back to a nursing home even if she has COVID. Yeah, I believe that guy said, we should play strip poker. I absolutely believe it. Now, don't, don't be arresting people because I believe something. Have yourself an investigation. But that's who he is. That's who he is. So everybody under the sun coming out for Cuomo. A House oversight. Uh, uh, this is the Republicans saying that Cuomo should be subpoenaed to testify on what happened in nursing homes. It's never going to happen. Why the political left would even allow this to go by the wayside. And it's not to say that have been some Democrats who said, oh, he's got to go. Democrats in New York have said he's got to resign. A lot of people have said that he's super crazy, super, super creepy. Remember, was it Eric Scheinland? Uh, Eric Schein. Uh, he, was for, he was the New York Attorney General. I can never. Uh, Schneiderman. Thank you. Eric Schneiderman. Eric Schneiderman was accused of abuse against women. And as the story came out, one of the things that one of the women was told, who was abused by Eric Schneiderman, the then attorney general, is what he did was terrible. But you can't say anything. We need him. You can't be part of the Me Too movement if you're, if you're saying, well, it's, it's wrong to abuse women. Oh, but wait, no, 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 we need him. He's, he's good on policy. That's, that's not going to jive. That will not work. That is a valueless conversation. And there are certainly Democrats in New York who are fully aware that they cannot allow Andrew Cuomo's tactics to go by the wayside. What he did with nursing homes, forget the rest and forget the accusation, what he did with nursing homes is disgusting. And he needs to be held to account. And the families are right. And by the way, those people who work in nursing homes who've been thrown under the bus by him, man, they should be wicked angry. What do they have to say? Wicked angry. But everyone in the country should recognize and realize there's not a place for Andrew Cuomo. He isn't a good guy. He didn't deserve an Emmy. And people should look at Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller and say, Tell me you still support this guy now. Tell me you're still making some cheering video for him now. 
We are here at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, in Orlando, uh, Florida. Uh, things are getting interesting, for sure. Uh, we've got people showing up, people coming in, schedules that have been changed. Nancy Pelosi going to have some later votes Friday, possibly, to have kept people from coming to uh, the conference Friday that have to show up Saturday. Is there a civil war? Uh, so far, I don't see it. So far, I see happy people. 99.9% um, .9 of them wearing masks, by the way. Being respectful of the, uh, of, of the hotel. Being respectful of the people. It's good stuff. It's good stuff indeed. We've got more. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. So last week, NBC had Michael Che from Saturday Night Live tell a joke that was, well, nasty. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's great to be with you. The nasty joke was uh, Israel has um, vaccinated half its population, and I'm betting it's the Jewish half. It's as nasty of a joke as you can put out there. Ah, they're only taking care of themselves first. Right? Ah, the, they, they hate them other people. They hate the Arabs. And, ah, oh, they're going to just kill them. And, ah, oh, they don't treat them like human. And It's just none of it is true. No part of it at all is true. As a 40% of the Arab population has been vaccinated. It's just... Understand that that joke got written. And that joke got, you know, shared in a, in a, in a writer's room. And then that joke got shared with, with cast. And then that joke got into his routine. And then that joke went through a dress rehearsal. And then that joke, uh, it, it made its air. Unless it was something he just said, uh, spur of the moment, right? Boom, out of his mouth. Unless that was it. It went through all of those processes. And no one thought to say, hey, um, uh, I think that uh, I, 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 I don't know if you should do that joke. No one thought to say, uh, now, don't you think that joke might be uh, considered a little bit um, uh, off um, pudding? No. No, it, it, it um, it, it, it's, it's, it, you put any other group in there and you'd have you'd, screaming and yelling and people being fired and all this jazz. It's the Jews, whatever. This is NBC. There's a show called Nurses. Full disclosure, I have never seen the show. Never once, never ever seen the show. And in the show, they've got this, this patient and the patient is a Hasidic Jew. 
right? So a very observant religious Jew. You often see the curls on the side, uh, like the hair, the curls hanging down in front of the ear. That's actually referred to as payas, P-A-I-S, I believe is how you would, you would spell it. And that's, that's what it's called, right? It's, it's, a, it's a symbolism. And Hasidic Jews are the ones in the, in the black suits or the trench coats and, and the hats. It's also uh, a tremendous amount of symbolism in there. That, those are Hasidic Jews. I'm going to play it for you. This is the scene. And in this scene, there is a father and there is a son. The father is standing there concerned. His son is in the hospital. He's on the gurney. He's in the, uh, the hospital gown. And he's got a problem with his leg. A huge problem with his leg. Listen. Oh, good time for the computer not to work. Great work, producer Ari. Solid producing. Excellent producing. I don't know why I blamed Ari. It was just fine. Here, let me, let me try this again for you. See if we can get it right. Is your credit card debt stressing you out? Take control. I cannot A get personal right, loan no could help you get I out of debt faster. In this scene... <laughs> In this scene, it turns out the son needs a bone graft. He's got a serious problem with the leg. He needs a bone graft. And the father, when hearing uh, where the bone graft is going to come from, the father says, a bone graft from a Goyim leg? Now, Goyim is the, is the slang for somebody who's not Jewish. Right? That's the slang. Here's how it sounded. But you want to put a dead leg inside of me? Dead goyim leg. From anyone. An Arab? A woman? Oh, God forbid an Arab woman. Not how it works. You save the life. That's what you do. That's how it works. The idea that anybody would have an issue with this is so radically insane. Somebody put this into a script. Somebody reviewed this script. Somebody shared this script with other writers. Then they had an entire table read about this where all of the actors read this. And no one thought, and then they shot it. And then they looked at it in the dailies, and then they put it on television. And no one thought to ask, should we, in the, should we be, should this, should we be, this is right? Not a soul. Not a soul. And the idea that somebody, so anybody, somebody Jewish would be opposed because it came from somebody who wasn't Jewish is criminally insane. And yeah, people at NBC should lose jobs. Now, Tony, you don't believe in cancel culture. You're right. I don't believe in cancel culture. But that doesn't mean I accept stupidity. I'm not interested in accepting stupidity. I don't want the stupidity. I want someone to suffer. Stupid is Lawrence B. Jones. What's going because on, brother? Nothing much. Nothing much. One or two technical issues, but all in all, you know, at least at least we're here. We're alive and well. 
there's a big debate in the conservative movement, and I think it's healthy. So that debate is, is why I bring you in. You know him from Fox Nation. You know him from Fox News. He'll be filling in on Fox Primetime. That's crazy, right? It's, it's ridiculous. It's madness. I'm so blessed, dude. I'm so blessed. Right? From, from hey, I think I'm interested in this world, <laughs> to, to doing uh, Fox Primetime, 7 p.m. next week. You can catch Lawrence B. Jones. Um, the debate here at CPAC, yeah. Conservative Political Action Conference, is, uh, is there a civil war in the Republican Party? Your thoughts? Yeah. Well, there is, and then there isn't. The war is over. I'm a libertarian, so I can say this. The war is over. <laughs> so, so, the war is over. Donald Trump won. He won. And conservatives, as, as brash as Donald Trump is, have no one else to blame but themselves. When you have the elected leaders that don't pay attention to their voters, that go behind closed doors and make fun of their voters, don't, uh, they're not attentive to the needs of their voters, then there's going to be some guy that realizes what those voters need and provide that for them. And so the only way for the modern day or the old guards to win some power back is to deliver for the people. And they just won't because that means special interests, they have to go. Their buddies uh, in Washington, they have to go. And they're not willing to do that. And so that's why I say the, the war is over. I mean, they can continue to re-litigate things. But if they do that, they're going to see what happened in 2016. If they're all on the same stage again with Donald Trump, they will lose. Is the war over on policy or is the war over on approach? How you approach those policies, how you approach the voter, how you engage the conversation? Um, I think on both. I think on both. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. There is room for growth. What the people are saying, they just can't win. And, and, and that's the problem. They're being robbed right now. They're, they're being robbed of their support from the people because they're not attentive to the issues. There's a lot of stuff with Donald Trump that I disagree with. I'm a libertarian. Mm -hmm. So, of course, there's some things that I disagree with. But when you look at things blow for blow of what really matters, huh? you got to give him some credit. I mean, the Democrats' argument has been we want civility. Civility, but open borders. We lied about the cage thing. Um, taxes go up, energy policy that is going to put people out of work, and still we're not going to replace those jobs. So be civil, but slap me in the face. And in one extent, the Republican establishment, that's their same argument. Civility, but actually open borders too. Let's, let's like come together on a bill with this. Actually, we don't want to give tax breaks, really. No balanced budgets amendments, more wars. So how about that? I'll make you happy with our technical issues. This is Tony Katz today.
Being in business today means looking for ways to save money and service customers faster and better than ever. That means DAV processing. In-store and mobile credit card processing and online stores of all kinds, DAV processing can help almost any business except credit cards, even if the owner has their own credit issues. They even do consumer financing. Smart business people are making smart choices, and no choice for your business is smarter than DAV processing. Go now to DAVprocessing.com. That's DAVprocessing.com. DAVprocessing.com. Video is so important, video gets eyeballs, which means customers for your business. And you don't need a Hollywood budget to make videos that get seen and cause customers to make the phone ring. MakeMyCustomVideo.com can help. With MakeMyCustomVideo.com, one of their very qualified professionals will make you a beautiful professional video for your business at a price that works for your budget. And to business people like you, a great video can make sales again and again and again. Go to MakeMyCustomVideo.com. That's MakeMyCustomVideo.com. You don't have to miss any part of Tony Katz today. Solve that problem by subscribing to the podcast at rumble.com. Rumble is a video sharing service like the Tube Guys, but they aren't playing around with demonetizing and deplatforming content they don't like. I'm on Rumble because rumble.com allows me to be, well, me. Go to rumble.com, search for Tony Katz, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z, and subscribe today. That's rumble.com, search for Tony Katz, and subscribe to the Tony Katz Today podcast. Enjoy it and share it every day. The Tony Katz Today podcast at rumble.com. Weekends are not a time for politics or news or the craziness of the world. Weekends are a time for friends and family, pouring a well-crafted spirit and maybe smoking a luxurious cigar. Each week, Eat Drink Smoke reviews cigars and craft spirits and gives you news that will make you interested, not angry. Eat Drink Smoke with cigar aficionado Tony Katz and America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The perfect complement to your weekend activities. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find out more at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. It is CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. And me, I'm Tony Katz. And this is Tony Katz today. And that's Lawrence B. Jones. And he's on Fox, and he's going to be hosting primetime. <laughs> 7 p.m. next Monday through Friday. So you have to watch. And it's like American Idol, right? People have to vote for you. and they, and they. I uh, wonder how the process is. Do they vote Tommy Lahren off the island? <laughs> how, does this, how does this work, Lawrence? You know the great thing about Fox? There's a place for all of us on the island. Oh, is that right? Like, no, no one really ever wins at Fox. And I think that's the one aspect of the people that attack Fox that they don't get. You got Juan on one part. You got me, Libertarian, with Kennedy. And you got Sean and Tucker. And, you know, you got all these voices. It's like, but Fox is supposed to, supposed to be this way. You don't understand the magic of Fox. And I know they pay my bills. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Greatest caveat right? in the history they pay my of bills. Ever. They pay my bills. But they pay my bills, and they've never once told me what I can say and what I could not say. Ever. I, I feel that way about, about radio and why I'm at where I'm at is because I've never gotten a note. Mm -hmm. Never gotten a note. Now, people don't know. Um, you and I have known each other for a good number years. of years. Mm -hmm. um, when I was a baby in this. When, Starting at the, you started at the Blaze, yeah. right? Doing yeah. some part-time stuff yeah. here and there, and we were discussing a little bit during the break of how these things happen and how these things uh, uh, occur. Because I get two years old. 
How old are you? 22. That's I when was. you started. Yeah. And now you're 23 and a half? 28. <laughs> so it's, it's how things happen and how opportunities happen and how come they don't happen in certain places. And I have uh, been around long enough to know that people get outrageously upset yeah. by these things, that we are in a, in a, in a business that isn't always about talent, but is very often about talent, yeah. but it's about talent to need to moment and these things. And I think that, that I, one of the questions I get asked is how come we don't see you more on Fox? Or why don't you have a show on Fox? Because that's not the way it works. Yeah, man. That is not the way it works. And I think people get like, like that's the only uh, barometer that exists. And you have come up and you've seen a lot of people you came up with yeah. not be in positions that you are and yeah. it's why you're supposed to be nice to people on the way up because it's the same people you see on the way down and, and things like has it n never mind that does, does it dawn on you because one thing i do know about you is that it does dawn on yeah, you it kind of weighs on you um do you, do you worry about it like like i think people sometimes they they see a success and they question is it too much too fast too soon yeah do you play that game let me tell you the game i play and right. the game that i play now before i wanted it so bad so bad i just wanted it i just wanted it. i felt like i worked the hardest that i felt like my my work deserved rewarding and things i know for for the eye of people looking outside it's like well things were happening for you but to me it wasn't happening right it just wasn't happening i felt like people were being rewarded that i felt like they shouldn't have been rewarded and you know, I'm a man of faith, and I think the thing, if I'm speaking honest, honestly, you know, the thing that I learned is that I was not ready for it. And the moment I stopped saying it's time and just started doing what I do is when I started to be rewarded. And one of the my flaws early on was because I grew up poor, I was afraid of being poor again too and i also was walking this constant line every single day of like okay is this gonna be if, if this is gonna piss people off is this gonna how to and i just i wasn't me right. i wasn't showing all of me and there's different sides of me there you know being from the hood or you know uh you know the, the libertarian the conservative aspect of me the curly hair the fashion like all of that is a part of me and it all of that together make something a big mess but that mess is what makes me me because guess what america is a mess right and not in the sense of what people's like like bashing america not that type of mess but we're complicated there's different aspects to us all and i think when i started to just be authentic with the audience right the mess that I exposed, they were willing to share their mess with me. Okay. And as I'm on the road talking with people, it's like, oh, that's that's LJ. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And there was this certain piece that I got on air where I'm not afraid to lose my job. I am not afraid. I go in every day and it, after I've meditated on the subject and everything like that, I'm ready to talk about it. And surprisingly, <laughs> The audience kept coming back. And then the network started to reward me. But I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was really fighting for. Man, knowing who and you are. And I was are, a mess. Yeah. Knowing, literally what we were just yeah. discussing. 
knowing who you are in the game and knowing Ugh. who you need to be. Uh, I, Will Smith uh, talks about it as who points to the closet door, Dude. right? Uh, uh, the, 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 that's like the police bust in and they're looking for somebody. Dude. Would you rat out your friend? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I always discuss it as I know who I am when I wake up in the morning. Dude. Like I know my place. Dude. I know what it is I'm going for. I know what it is I'm trying to get done. And and that's that. Lawrence Lawrence B. Jones, man. It's, man, it's fun. Thank you. The third. Thank you. The third. The third. I mean, that's what some people say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're going to watch. Uh, we'll be watching Fox, Fox Nation. Nation. And then I'm doing special covers for the network on uh, Saturday and Sunday from 5 to 6, live from CPAC on the network, not Fox Nation. And then Monday through Friday uh, of next week, we'll do Fox News Prompt. A little opinion, a little news. And juggling. Juggling. Wow. I got to learn that before yeah. Monday. You got you got a couple days. <laughs> it's, it's, there's nothing to it. You'll be chainsaws by Sunday. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's just that. It's Lawrence B. Jones. We have got much more tomorrow. We are back at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. Relay Indiana, RelayIndiana.com. Appreciate you helping us get here. We have got some great interviews set up. We hope we're able to knock them out of the park. Producer Ari, uh, the tech problems, uh, I, I, I blame you. All right. Joke made me laugh. Tomorrow, everyone, take care.